and amen and amen again. Glory, glory, glory to the newborn king. We are beginning the Advent season and the songs of the season are beginning to come in from our illustrious duo and we thank you for offering them up to God and to all of his servants here below. Thank you so much this morning. And so now it is time to begin the word. And so we, God, we come saying thank you. We come asking that you will continue to bless, that you will continue to deliver, that you will continue to heal, mm. that the words of our mouths may thank be you. pleasing in your sight. God, you are our strength and you are our redeemer. And all the people of God said, Amen and Amen. Well, we've heard the reading of the word this morning, and we just want to talk to you from the uh, subject, Get More Sunshine, S-O-N-H-I-N-E, Get More Sunshine, S-O-N. S-H-I-N-E, yes, we intentionally uh, spell sunshine with an O and not a U, and I hope that it's apparent to you this morning why we did it that way. We hope that you are going to gain something out of the sunshine, but just in case some of you need a little more information on the S-U-N, S-H-I-N-E, let me tell you something this morning, that not too long ago, your pastors, uh, like many people, the doctors we have said uh, that you, you're not getting enough sunshine, S-H-S-U-N-S-H-I-N-E. And to that end, the doctor decided to put us both on calciferol. Calciferol, K-C-A-L-C-I-F-E-R-O-L. Y'all know I love to spell, so let me give you the spelling of the words. Calciferol is a fat-soluble vitamin, which means our bodies can absorb it and store it as a dietary fat. It is naturally present in a few foods and can be obtained through various dietary supplements. I know if you like me, you hopefully you can get it all through food because if you love to eat like I do, it, it'll help you to get what you need in your body. Amen, somebody. You'll get that one later on. It's right after Thanksgiving. Y'all heard me. All right. Uh, it has various benefits. Praise the Lord. Helps your bones to remain strong, not brittle, or get misshapen. It prevents rickets in children and osteomalacia and osteoporosis in adults. I don't think y'all want me to spell those, so I'll leave those alone. <laughs> right. Amen, amen. <laughs> and so now that you have had an education on calciferol, we want you to know that it's most commonly called vitamin D. Well, why you didn't say that the first time, Pastor? Well, you know, I had to build up, let you have some suspense in your life. 
Uh -huh. And we just want you to know that most doctors point out that it is best obtained through the exposure to one naturally occurring factor, which is sunlight, S-U-N-L-I-G-H-T, the sun. Amen, amen. Well, since we know that our light comes, our light comes from the Lord, even that sunlight that is in the sky, that we must not only get sunshine, but we need to get more S-O-N, S-H-I-N-E. So for simplicity's sake, let me call it the light. I hope you're with me so far. Come on, hang in there with us. The preacher is coming, but right now I'm going to give you an education here and there. She's kicking me behind this podium, y'all. just want you to know that. Amen, amen. Hear what the word says about the light. That our sun, our main vitamin D, is the light of Christ. I hope you're getting that this morning. I hope you paid attention to my class because we want to make sure that you got it when the test comes. All right? Amen, amen. The, the message Bible says that we groped our way in darkness once, but no longer. That is because we have the light of Christ. Amen, somebody. I'm so glad that we have the light of Christ. And as I continue to editorialize, it says that we are now out in the open. Mm -hmm. That means that we can see the path God has set for us. That ought to be a shouting point for somebody right now. You couldn't see where you were going, but God has now illuminated the pathway. Yeah, and so yeah. now you know where you're going. And the word adds, Pastor, I, that the bright light of Christ now makes the way plain. No more stumbling and bumbling around. I don't know about you, but I don't want to have no more but stumbling around, no more bumbling around. I, I, I want to be able to see as much as I can see through the light of Christ. I need the light as I can get, as much of it as I can get. I hope I got some witnesses out there, Minister Swan. The NIV says in Ephesians 5 and 8 that we were once called darkness, but now we are light in the Lord. And the Apostle Paul's words written in Ephesians tells us to get more sunshine, S-O-N, S-H-I-N-E, by living as children of light. For it says that the fruit of the light consists of all goodness, righteousness, and truth. I hope we've got some good people out there. I, I hope we've got some folk that are witnessing to this today, some, some good, righteous people are witnessing to this today. I, I hope that we have some truthful people who are out there witnessing to this today. Because we want you to know that the only way to live as children of light is to have the continual light of Christ within us. So we simply tell you today to get more sunshine. That's our title today, to get more sunshine. But, but not only that, but let your light so shine that men may see your good work and glorify our Father who is in heaven. And that is coming from Matthew 5 and 16. You see, the prophet Isaiah prophesied in Isaiah 9, 6 through 7, that the people walked in darkness. 
but they should go into great anticipation of the light to come. That they should go into great contemplation of the light to come. And that they should have great expectation of the light to come. Well, Pastor Keith, what, what does all of this mean? What does it all mean? I, you know, I'm, uh, I don't mind a great evangelical, philosophical, and ecumenical treatise of a message every now and then, but uh, I would like for you to break it down every now and then. Break it down, break it down, break it down. So, so uh, Pastor I, when you get in there, I know you'll break it down much better than me, but let me, let me break it down a little bit. Let me ask y'all some questions so I can break it down. Are you still having some times when you feel like you can't go on? Or, or do you have some times where you don't know which way to turn? I'm, I'm just, just asking some questions right now. Or what about this one? Uh, do you ever feel like you don't know how to even please God? Uh, if those of you answer yes to any one of those, then you need to get some more S-O-N-S-H-I-N-E. <laughs> Let me ask you a few more. Have you ever done some things that you weren't proud of? Let me raise my hand right now because I have done some things that I wasn't proud of. Uh, you know, we all have sinned and come short. But let me ask you, are you still doing any of them? I hope not, but, 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 but if you are or if you are anywhere around in the vicinity, then you need to get some more S-O-N-S-H-I-N-E, sunshine. But let me ask you this, are you being knocked upside the head itself by life, by life itself, is life killing you, is life hitting you, is life hurting you, is life knocking you upside the head, then I surmise and I project to you and I say to you that you better get some more sunshine. Mm. In other words, we are reminded by the Advent season that it was prophesied that the light of Christ was coming to help us during the darkness. Mm -hmm. Isaiah says that he would be a wonderful counselor, which is the light as our leader of direction. He would be a mighty God the light as our leader of protection, that he would be uh, the everlasting father, the light as our leader of projection to good things, and the prince of peace, the light as our leader of predilection, which is thinking about and showing us ways to live in kindness and harmony. That's what the sunshine would do for us, the light, the sunshine, the light, the sunshine, the light. So get more sunshine. When you don't know what to do, you better get more sunshine. When you need a friend, you better go to the word and get with the light. You better get some sunshine. You need to pray to, to the light and, and get with the light. You need to get more sunshine. You better love on God and let him love on you. You got to get close to the sunshine. You got to Find the light. You got to find the light. Go get with the light and hold on to the light. You got to have some sunshine 
If we do, then Ephesians 5 and 14 tells us that we will rise up and the light of Christ will shine on us. Go get more sunshine. That's our theme today. Come on, preacher, and let us have some more of the light. Pastor Keith, uh, for bringing up this morning the subject of light. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, there's nothing in our world that can combat the darkness like light. Am I right about it already this morning? Uh, you see, this morning, this morning, what Pastor Keith has already begun to talk about and what I will continue uh, 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 speaking on uh, is coming from uh, uh, Paul's uh, letter, which was uh, called a, a prison letter or a prison uh, epistle, uh, in which he writes to a church uh, in a city called Ephesus. Uh, Ephesus at that time uh, uh, was the capital city in the Asian province. Uh, it is really the place that we now call Turkey. Uh -huh. Paul lived in that city uh, uh, for some three years and, and then he, he pastored the people uh, and therefore he understood the people and he understood the issues that influenced uh, their lives, one of which, one of which uh, uh, was the infiltration of false teachers. Uh, uh, not, uh, not that there was people from the outside that were getting in, but this was an infiltration from the inside where the elders inside the church uh, were, were, were passing along false doctrine and false information to the people who were already in the church. Mm -hmm. Now, it is because of the damage that they had brought to the church that Paul must write his letter because he desires to remove the unscriptural ideas in the minds of the congregation who attended the church. You see, these false teachers didn't really understand the scripture, but they taught it like they did. Uh -huh. They didn't really get the good understanding, but they said it with such great confidence that it caused big arguments disagreements, uh, and Lord have mercy, division in the church. Yeah. You see, instead of godly edification, which is what the church should be, these disputes uh, darken the landscape uh, for anybody who wanted to live a life uh, that pleased and honored God. Oh, I, I hope somebody hears me already this morning. Uh, you see, the portions of the text uh, that we really want to highlight this morning morning really helps us to hone in on the practical areas of our faith, um, such as our behavior, such that it demonstrates um, that we look like uh, we've been touched by Jesus, um, and that his spirit um, has really taken up residence uh, in our hearts. Um, you see, we need to look like the light of Christ shines in us um, and through us uh, and out into the world. Uh, just like I was speaking about helping the ladies on this Thanksgiving. Now, we needed to show up uh, with the light of Christ uh, in us uh, so it showed up through us uh, and onto somebody who may not know uh, who we speak. Uh, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. So let me remind you 
that it is not enough for us to be reminded of the immeasurable blessings that Jesus has handed to us free of charge, I might add, but we really need to live in a manner worthy of our blessings. Oh, I'm helping somebody already this morning. You see, Paul's letter is rich in telling the Ephesians how they need to show up as children of light. Uh, there has been a standard set by Jesus when one lives in the light and he would shudder to think that his former church members would think of living below their godly privileges. Oh, can I unpack Ephesians 4, 17 through 19, just to help us a little bit this morning to see how to get more of that sunshine S-O-N-S-H-I-N-E in us so that we reflect to the outside what is on the inside. Oh, Pastor Keith, Pastor Keith, Pastor Keith, uh, uh, he told you already that uh, our bodies, our bodies, my body, his body was low on vitamin D. And so our doctor prescribed that vitamin so that we would have all that we needed so as we go through our aging process that we could stay strong and stay healthy and, and that would help to support our muscles, amen, so that we can stand up straight and walk tall. Oh, I'm helping somebody. I believe this morning there are some people listening who really do want to stand up straight and walk tall. In essence, Paul is really our doctor this morning, and he's prescribing the way to live as new believers in a new day. And so the first thing we tell you is don't live like the world. And that's yeah. really what Paul is saying. Yeah. Verse 17 in the text, the apostle points out that the world is hopelessly confused. Yeah. And, and see, when he puts that word in hopelessly, then that's, that's even more than confused. Yeah. It sounds like that there's no hope for them who mm -hmm. are confused. And by the world, he's really speaking about the Gentiles, those who are living on the outside of Christ. He has a message that's telling them to stop living. He's telling the Ephesian church, stop living like your old self, living in your own community, in your own house, doing the same old stuff like you used to do. You have, you, you, you finally got to a place that you got indoor plumbing, but you're standing outside walking around looking for the outhouse. Oh, there's somebody who Oh, uh, you got running water in the kitchen, but you're always running around the yard talking about what happened to the well. Oh, you are so confused, hopelessly confused. And I'm sure this brought a level of disappointment to the heart of Brother Paul. You see, Paul was always a man who wanted to see the newness of life shining through the people that he had touched and he had taught. Once he got the, the, the fullness of the revelation, once he stopped tracking down and killing Christians, once he had a Damascus Road experience, yeah, yeah, once yeah. the scale fell from his eyes, yeah. and once he was able to stand up and say, for Christ I live, yeah. and for Christ 
I know I, I, I know, I know as I think back, Pastor Keith, as I think back, as I think back, I, I knew some people back in the day, some, some folks that I, that I grew up with, uh, some of them, some of them really had the, what we may consider some unhealthy and unsafe, uh, and illegal activity, uh, you know, going on in their lives. All right. I, I, that's all I'm going to say about that. And, and you fast forward some 20, some 30, maybe some 40 years and you, you run into him or her in the mall and you look at them and as it is as if time has stood still in their world. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. No, no, no forward movement. Still talking that old talk. Still walking that old walk. Uh, no, no growth. Uh, stuck somewhere between 
because the text really spells it out that it's an issue of the mind. Their minds are full of darkness. They wonder from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against them. Joyce Meyer used to put it this way, Dr. Brown. She would say, where the mind goes, the man follows. Yeah. And I have found that to be so true even in today's world. You see, we pray that really nobody in our circle has a mind full of darkness because that really is the plight of those who don't know Christ. That is for the people who are outside of the ark of safety. But can I just be honest this morning and transparent? Because every now and then I, 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 I wonder, I have to wonder when I uh, see what's going on in the church universal. Uh, it, it looks like we have fallen trapped uh, into the trap and the trip of the enemy. And instead of walking into the light, uh, mm -hmm. we are still wandering in the darkness. Uh, yeah. You see, Satan seems to have flipped the script. Uh, and we have a dark side that makes us appear ignorant to the truth of our God. Yeah. You see, we call what's right and wrong, and we yeah. call what's wrong right. Yeah. When, I, when, when, when that takes place, we have consciously made a decision to ignore God's word, which places us not on higher ground, not even on solid ground, but it places us on dangerous ground. Yes, I, mean, I, need, yes. I need, I need, I need the church to hear me this morning. Somebody say we need more sunshine. We need more sunshine when a person is ignorant of God's truth and they decide to walk in their own truth. Because you know today is cool. It's hip. It's in style for everybody to have their own truth. But when you decide to ignore the truth of God and you walk in your own truth, spiritual darkness and moral blindness will be your companion and your counterpart instead of living a life that exudes the truth and the light of Christ. You see, Matthew 15 and 8 records it like this. He says this, people draw us nigh unto me with their mouth. That means they're talking and, and, and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. That's what the word of God teaches us in Matthew 15, 8. You see, we need to get that person some more sunshine because the blinder you are to the word and the ways of God, the harder you will become. And can I just give you all the a sidebar this morning? You see, a hard Christian should be hard to find. Oh, yeah, I think I'm saying something. Amen, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's almost done, Pastor Keith. But I got something else to tell you. I want you all to know that all shame ain't bad. All shame is not bad. All shame ain't bad. What, what are you talking about? What are you talking about, Pastor I? Well, let me ask you a question. Have you ever watched have you ever watched the lives of some people and thought they just have no shame? Uh-huh, uh-huh. See, let me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you a little bit. Pastor Keith and I will sit together sometime and, 
and we watch some of these, uh, I guess you may say, reality TV shows uh, here in the now, you know, they show up on the cable networks, and, 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 and we make comments on just the outward dress, the, the outward appearance of, of some of, of the people. Now, now, now girls, I'm going to put us out there a little bit. You see, because in particular, come on, Minister Swan, uh-huh, the, the women seem to gravitate towards uh, 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 clothing that reveals uh, a parts of their bodies that used to be seen only in the privacy of their homes. Oh, 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 Most of 
way you're living, living just like the world. When you get to a phase in your life where you have separated yourself from the very truth of the word of God, you need to remind yourself of my remix. God, let's pass the eyes it ain't no sunshine. I'm talking about the S O N S H I N. But he's gone out of your life. You have moved on. Declared that you didn't need the Lord any longer. And I'm gonna tell you now that it won't be long while he's away. It'll only be darkness every day.